The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. I don't know. If, I don't talk about this often, but I've mentioned it a couple times in the vlog. Both Wine Library, yes, my family business, and VaynerMedia were built out of horrible crashes. Yes. You know, I got involved in Wine Library full time in '99, and just as I started getting going, 9/11 happened, and the 2000 crash happened. And VaynerMedia was started in 2009, right on the back of all the issues. So for me, I'm a big fan of this. And I will say one other tidbit: there's a lot of youngsters who are watching who are on the flip side, are not sitting with debt, who yeah. are making some money being influencers, have found themselves into some quick 50, 100, that, nothing will turn $50,000 in cash into millions of dollars quicker than a bust. Yeah, that's uh, absolutely so right. let, let me Well, a bust that you participate in. Well, you know, right, so like, so, that's right. So, so here's something, you might find this interesting. Yeah. I am sitting on more cash, and not because I've made more, I am, actively sitting on cash right now because my hope is that there is a meltdown and I can buy things for 20 cents on the dollar, five cents on the dollar. How long have you been in cash? About a year and a half. Yeah, so you're a perfect, you're a perfect person to chat with because I would have the same mindset before. Yes. After interviewing all these people, I learned some really interesting facts. First of all, trying to time the market. Impossible. Yeah, and Warren Buffett said, Impossible. Hey, listen, all these market forecasters you see on CNBC, he said their whole purpose in life is to make fortune tellers look good. He goes, yeah. no one can do it. That's exactly I right. I can't do that it. That I know. So, but logically you say, I'm waiting for the crash because it's gonna come. But while people are waiting. People are making money, 100%. Unbelievable amounts of money. 100%. 250% since 2008. How about just since November with the president, it's 14.5%, right? So tell me how I'm doing this wrong or right. What I'm also but, doing with the rest of my activity, because yeah. it's not a, it's a piece of my wealth, I'm being ultra aggressive and driving the other way there and playing on both sides of the extreme. Yeah, I get it. The, the, the whole so like not secret, real estate yeah, or like, yeah. The, the whole secret is diversifying obviously and knowing where you're strong and where you're weak. But what people should know about the market because it's really important, the stock market has provided, you, know, you and I have know a million people that have made a fortune and then go rock. That's right. Whether it be an athlete or That's an right. actor or anybody else. Unlimited nature. people. Because no matter how, you never, uh, what's his name right now? I just saw uh, 50 Cent just went bankrupt. He made $100 million on vitamin water because he got a tip. He made like $400 million and broke. Uh, he's about to go through to the divorce. Uh, what's his name? Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Made $750 million, three quarters of a billion. And they say he's going to go bankrupt now. He spent $30,000 a month on wine. <laughs> so you should have got I should have got a couple pieces of that. <laughs> but the point yeah. of the matter is you don't earn your way to a fortune. The way you have a fortune long term is you make money your slave. You and I have done it through multiple businesses, yes. right? But the other way to do it is through the investing. And I always tell people, no how great your business is, you should have a money machine on the right side of you with no employees, with no moving parts. It takes 15 minutes a year once you know what to do. That's what this is. But let's talk about the market for a second. People wait to try to time the market. Yes. So watch this. And first of all, you get a correction every year. People are overreacting. And I tell people the market never took a dime from anybody. Only you did that because you got fearful. Yep. So last year, since 1900, 116 years, we've had an average of one correction a year. Correction, by the way, for people who don't know it is when it goes from a market high, 
you drop by 10% up to 19 99% because at 20% or more, it becomes a bear market or a crash, okay? So we get one of these every year. So last year in January, Worst January in the history yep, of the market. I remember. $2.2 trillion meltdown. Yep. People are freaking out. Market drops 900 points in a day. All the wealthiest people in the world are Davos. Yep. They yep. go interviewed Ray Dalio, the number one you know, hedge fund guy in the history of the world. And? You know, a large hedge fund, 15 billion, he's 165 billion. You need a $5 billion net worth and 100 million to talk to him. Yep. I got him to share with me. They put him on TV. They say, what do we do? Is the end coming? He goes, it's a correction. He said, go read Tony Robbins' book. I explained a theory of how I made, how I made 85 Did you sell some copies there? <laughs> You're like, yes. But, but, but I got him to give me the answer. Yeah. I've made money 85% yeah. of the time in 75 years. But here's what you need to know. 80% of those corrections never become a bear market. They all correct back, just like last year. But if you sold, you lose. Of course. But then let's look at the crash. Crashes happen every five years on average. We've gone eight without one. That's mm -hmm. why we're due for one. And you're mm -hmm. right to be somewhat prepared. Mm -hmm. But while you're preparing, there's opportunity that's happening because, first of all, every bear market lasts on average a year, goes down 33%, but you don't lose 33 unless you sell it. That's right. the one thing I want people to hear. In two centuries of American business, Every single bear market was followed by a bull market. So you remember 2008, people lost 50%. This is it where went up, this is where 69%. This is where Buffett wins. Buffett's he got a, talks about Buffett this. is so it's such a great concept. I, I believe in it so much, which is unless you're betting on America disappearing, you will win. For centuries. That's it. That's it. And we're going to keep the and we're going to keep growing. And by the way, every month on average we have a new high. So, so when you hear so, it's high, oh my god, it's going to crash, it's high. But let me give you one more. Please. This is the timing. This will maybe the payoff for you. Payoff is, I, would, I just did the JP Morgan Alternative Investments Conference in Miami. You have to be a billionaire to attend. You have to prove it with your net worth. There's 400 yep. people there. It's an amazing group. JP Morgan did a 20 year study, and Schwab did one also separate. They found in the last 20 years, the SP 500 gave you an 8.2% return. So you're doubling your money every yep. nine years. Yep. Pretty cool thing. But what they found was if you were out of the market on the 10 best trading days in 20 years, instead of 8.2, you got 4.5, almost half as much money. If you miss the top 20 days, trading days, in 20 years, one day a year, you're doing what yeah, you're doing, trying yeah, to be the right yeah, timing, yeah. you got a 2% return. You it might makes as well a ton of boss. sense. If you miss the top 30 days, you lose money. Makes a ton of sense. In 20 years. It makes sense. So the most difficult, the dumbest thing you can do is be out of the market, not you. No, no, I get it. I'm plenty, in the, market, I'm plenty in the market. I'm plenty in the market. Because uh, I believe and, in it. And then also being prepared. So Tony, listen, I, first of all, one of my favorite things about you from afar, we get to hang once in a blue moon, random yeah. calls here and there, but from afar, you know what I love about you? you? You fucking hustle. In a world where you might not have cash and where you might have debt, or if you're not even in debt, you just don't have a lot of cash, talk to me about somebody sitting with $10,000, which, by the way, for a high percentage of this, is still a ton, Correct. but is there anything that, if they have $1,500, are they, should they be out of the market? Like what are they, like I know we're going very, very, very micro here, yes. but I actually want to bring value. No, My put payoff is actually bringing value to everybody watching. I'm, I'm Go ahead. I give an example in the book here. And I'm gonna take a phone call. Get ready for phone calls, Chris, you ready? <laughs> yeah. All right. So forget just the $10,000. What matters is the system you put in place. The shit you do randomly every now and then because you got money is not gonna help you much, right? So Especially what, if it's a fucking fat whip or a watch. <laughs> yes. I don't even wanna start. So the number one most important financial decision for everyone watching, everyone in this room, really, we all know, you gotta become an owner instead of somebody that is constantly you know, utilizing products. In other words, if you have an iPhone and you don't own Apple, what's wrong? You're a consumer, you're not an owner. You gotta That's become cute. an owner. How do you do it? Every person in this room has got, regardless of whether you think you have the money or not, 
to make the most important financial decision, which says to be an owner, I have to take a percentage of my income and no matter what, off the top, automate it so I don't see it, put that in an investment account. Now, what's the number? You might say, I can't, Tony, I'm starting my business, I'm strapped. I tell all business owners, example of a gentleman, true story, Theodore Johnson, 1950s, works for UBS, guy never makes more than 14,000 in a year. He retires with $71 million. He gives away 35 million while he's still so alive. So good. I need to How is that possible? A friend of his did what we're teaching. Comes to him and says, I'm gonna make you rich. He goes, I'm not rich. I make 14 grand a year, right? He says, I'll make you rich. I'm gonna put a 20% tax on you. He goes, what are you talking about? I can't pay my bills as it is. He said, listen to me. Adjust. If the government gave you an additional 20% tax, you'd bitch, you'd yell, you'd scream, and you'd pay it, because you have to and your brain adjusts. But that money goes in this investment account. The compounding of that account made him $70 million and he ever made it in 14 million. Andy, do you have Facebook stock? Because of all the chatter we always have in here? Like that's the punchline, right? Like we know because we live in this world for the last yes. three years. I've been yelling and Andy will tell you, not yet, um, that uh, just buy, we know Facebook's underpriced. Like that's but, even but, narrow. But here's what you gotta be careful of. And this is something Ray Dalio taught me one of the smartest men on the face of the earth. He said, Tony, I don't care what it is you know. You're gonna invest in what you know because you have certainty. Of course. Right? Whatever you know is gonna drop 50 to 70% sometime in your life. That's right. And he said if it's later in life. Which is why diversity matters. That's why yes. diversification matters. But let me give you the guy But, but let's talk about that for a minute. Let's, yes. And Ray's right. Like that's just non-debatable. That's, that's totally data. Non-debatable. Yes. It is interesting to see where. So you don't want to, what I'm saying is you don't want to just own Facebook. Of course not. You've got to have across the board. Of course. But there is there is an interesting debate that if you're actually knowledgeable about a sector. Yes. And you're only putting two to $4,000 a year to work. That's an interesting debate. It's an interesting and by the way, and by the Netflix way, and Amazon. Young, when yeah. you're this young, you can also be more heavily oriented stocks. You can take more sure. losses because you have more time. But think of it this way. Just go back to compounding as a simple example. Guy in here, I talk about the book, 19 years old. Dad convinces him to save 300 bucks a month, 4,000 bucks a year. So it's within the range of anybody here you're talking about. Yep. Right? Guy starts at 19, stops doing it at 28. He only puts in 35 grand. He puts it in the market. The market's grown 10% over 30 years, but let's use 8% to be more conservative. Last 20 years has been more 8%. At 8%, that'll grow to 941,000 without another dime. He'll have a million bucks off of $50,000. You're preaching. But on the other hand, his best friend waits till he's 29. He does the same thing, but he has to keep investing to 65. He puts in almost 180 grand, he doesn't get the million bucks. Yeah, the math math is the math.